Amy, we've got a bunch of little nieces and nephews between us, but we've also got a catch-all gift that all of our siblings love for their newborns. You're totally right, and it's Pampers Swaddlers, because Pampers Swaddlers wick wetness away to keep babies drier and subsequently parents happier. Pampers Swaddlers absorb wetness better versus the leading value brand and provide up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologist approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. Now you can try Swaddlers with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. These wipes won't tear. In fact, they grip mess, shall we say, more firmly and clean better, leaving baby skin dry, soft, and smooth. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Pampers Cash has no cash value. Today's episode of the Wet Fresh Hell podcast is a broadcast of our first ever live show. Amy, it was so much fun. It was a blast. And if you enjoy the show today and you'd like us to come to your town to do a show for your PTA or your local theater, you can reach out to us, info at whatfreshhellpodcast.com and tell us you'd like us to come to your town. Or you could just reach out to us on Facebook. And our sponsor for today's episode is shebe.com. Shebe Jewelry combines classic style with vibrant hues and fresh design. It's these, it's these necklaces and earrings and rings, all of which I own and wear all the time, that just make you look a little more chic in your jeans and sweater. <laughs> a little. I, only a little more. I need something that makes me look a lot more chic. But I'm going to try to start with Shebe. It can't hurt at this point. It's just a touch of chic. I like and it. I, 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 I have gotten my my nieces and my babysitters and stuff. This this Shebe jewelry, it's very cool. And you guys can shop at Shebe.com and get 15% off with the code FRESH. That's Shebe.com. And if you want to bring What Fresh Hell live to your town, check us out at WhatFreshHellPodcast.com and send us an email. Hello, everybody. I'm Margaret Abels. I'm Amy Wilson, and we're the hosts of What Fresh Hell, Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. Which hopefully you guys knew. I have to say we were listening to you backstage and we were like, do we really need to do a show? (laughs) I feel like these ladies are having a pretty good time out there already. Doing really, really well with us. But we're going to try. We're We're going to try. We're going to try. We're usually a podcast, but tonight this is our very first ever live show. And uh, I know... uh, You may not know what a live show for a podcast looks like, which is good because we don't either. (laughs) We're going to be kind of figuring it out as we go. We know it's going to be a mom's night out. Yep, yep. We know it's going to be a mom party. How do we know it's going to be a mom party? Because a mom party is a party you can wear comfortable pants to. Yeah. (laughs) And we get you home by 9.30. Yeah. That's a mom party. Maybe people. 10, but let's see. Are Maybe there, 10. Are we there, got a little bit of a late start. Are there Maybe any 10. moms here tonight? Any moms? How about moms of teenagers? Like a few, two teenagers. You guys, I think we need to have a little moment of silence for moms <laughs> of teenagers in the audience. God bless you. Now, thoughts I, and prayers. We do want to know, are there any husbands here tonight? Woo! <laughs> 
Listen, we fact. understood that this was a potential problem. I'm not gonna say we didn't. We, you are only here because you've made a terrible mistake. You, your wife was like, honey, I got tickets. And you yeah. were like, okay, you put your tie on. And now you're like, I feel like there's gonna be talk about breastfeeding here. And I'm not ready. Yes. Uh, so if we could have the house lights up, I want you to know that we've thought about this situation. And uh, my husband is sitting there in the back on the last row. And yeah. thank you. My very handsome and talented husband. You can uh, see the sign he, up there. Yeah, it's a, it says men pen. It's a so men pen. So we would like you, if you feel more comfortable, gentlemen, at this juncture, to relocate yourselves to the men pen. It's, it's optional. It's if optional. If you feel better with, with the safety of your wives, we understand. It's optional. You know, but we I might would feel like better. you at this time, if you would prefer to relocate yourselves to the men pen. Any men who feels like my husband does have Scott. Oh, we have a men pen. All right, come on down. We're moving to the men pen. You guys are very brave, very you're brave. You're good, you're good. There, I'm not gonna say there's alcohol because there's no more seats. Stay where you are, you're fine. Um, so, so Margaret's husband is up in the men pen. His name is David, kind of a fun fact. My husband's name is also David. Fun oh, facts. That's strange. Two Davids. Two Davids. Our husbands have something else in common, yes. which is that they have freakishly high metabolisms. Freakishly, and they are very hard high. to keep fed. We complain about it a lot. It is I make a pot roast and I have a slice, and then the pot roast is gone. And my husband's like, "Is there any cereal in that?" <laughs> uh, my husband yeah, is it's, the it's, guy. It's, it's what's hard about it, right? Yeah. Is that it's when you have to eat eight times a day to keep weight on. It's oh, really so sad. Sad. <laughs> my husband and I once. I was like, you know, we're both getting a little chubby. I feel like we should go on a diet. And then a month later, I was like, how's it going? I've lost two pounds. And he's like, oh, I've lost 27. That's, that's what it's like being married to uh, my Hence husband. Hence the men pen. So they're in the men pen yeah, together. They're safer safely up there. ensconced. Uh, so we do have that in common. We're both married to guys named David. But both have three kids. Three kids. Um, so Amy comes at things on the podcast from a point of view of like, I'm trying to think of a way to say it in the nicest way possible. She's a researcher. She's like, I don't know how to get a kid to sleep, but I'm three chapters in, and by chapter 10, I'm gonna know. She like, she's a studier. Yep. She's, um, the word uptight comes to mind. <laughs> uh, lovely, in her own lovely uptight way, Tracy Flick-esque, kind of. Yeah, Is that fair? I accept that. I accept that, and I'm, I'm gonna own In a kind that. of winning, Googling way. Whereas Margaret, on the other hand, is more of a laissez-faire, where are my keys? <laughs> This'll probably work out. Where are my kids? <laughs> yeah. Kind of thing. So every week on the podcast, we take our two personalities and we bring them together and we try to solve the dilemma. So I thought tonight we would do that for you guys live and in person. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was thinking about the phrase mom firsts, like, oh, mom first, your baby rolled over, mom first. Like your, your baby, baby crawled. All the stuff that's in your first baby book. First day of high school, yeah, it's yeah. your mom first. And I was like, I'd rather talk about mom worsts. <laughs> and so mom worsts, Amy, I've created a little game for us to play tonight. Okay. It's called mom worsts. You may be able to tell we made the props by ourselves. <laughs> and so I've created a list for you. Amy has a list of horrible things that happen for moms. I also have a horrible list of things that happen for moms. 
This board, on this board, you will help us to rank mom worsts from least bad to most terrible. It's like at the carnival when you hit the, hit the thing, it's going to be like really pretty bad down here and apocalyptically bad up at the top. So it's like a poker game. I have a list of things, and we're just going to see who can get to the top of the board. All right, I'm, we'll, we'll take audience you going? Person. Okay, you go first. Yeah, I'll go first. So I'm starting with the peas are touching the steak. That's just every night at my dinner table. It's horrible. It's not the worst thing about being a mom, but it is very annoying, this conversation. <laughs> Come at me. Come at me, Wilson. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start with a... Um, it, it, it's soon enough a this very bad tedious. memory only, but while you're in it, it's pr pretty horrible. Men pen hold on to each other. Thrush. thrush. It's called thrush. <laughs> Gentlemen, thrush is a breastfeeding mm. infection that you pass back and forth between the mouth <laughs> of your infant and your breast. It's itchy and leaky and horrible. It's a mom worse. It's, a mo it's uh, definitely up there. Okay, go ahead. Um, let me see what I've got. I don't want to go in too hot too early. Um, I'm going to say, having just started band, fourth grade band, <laughs> If you've ever thought to yourself, God, if only I could wake up to a sound of a moose being slaughtered every single day, then you should encourage your nine-year-old to take up the trumpet. The trumpet. Is it as bad as thrush? <laughs> no, it's not. Thrush is worse than the trumpet, right? Yeah, okay, all right, we're safe. All right, I'm Good gonna... job, audience participation. I'm gonna see your trumpet, and I'm gonna raise it recorder. Oh! <laughs> Which every second grader I gotta in the United say, States you got goes. Me. So I'm gonna win. The recorder, there's no sound like it. There. I, I, you think you're pretty fancy there with recorder, your uh, yeah. recorder, but um, I've got a sticky, goopy mess called pink eye right here. <laughs> All right. It's highly contagious. It's worse. You know what? It's worse than thrush. It's and worse it's, and than thrush. And it's worse than the peas are touching the worse. stage. Is it top? No, no, it's not top. It's pink eye. Guys, it's pink eye. All right, Amy, come on. All what right. do you got? What do you got? I got a pretty bad one. I'm gonna you come better in, come in heavy. I'm gonna come I'm in real hot. Some good cards here. Lice, lice. <laughs> right? I'm just gonna say you might have peaked early. You might have peaked early. <laughs> you gotta watch. I, I gotta. I need my Boy Scout moms to have my back right now. Boy Scout moms, where are you? <laughs> Guys, it's the Pinewood Derby. <laughs> For those of you who don't have scouts, let me tell you. It begins with a conversation three months before the Pinewood Derby with your husband who says, we should make replica Millennium Falcon cars this year. <laughs> It ends with two hideous black cars that were made in half an hour, and both of your kids cry. <laughs> and you know what? Way Pink worse guys than out. That. Yeah. Are we looking good so far? All right, all right. Uh, what do you got? I got one that you're not gonna think is bad, and I think is the worst, the worst. The Flat what? Stanley. <laughs> Flat Stanley. It ruins vacations. It, like, Separates. Have you done the thing where you actually put them in an envelope and ship them to your sister-in-law in Texas, and you're like, could you take a picture with a flat Stanley on the tractor? 
And she's like, I don't have kids, I'm not a freak, sorry. I'm, I'm bumping recorder, and you know why? Because Flat Stanley is supposed to be fun, and it's the worst, no, it's right? Fun. Like, you're supposed but, to enjoy uh, it. And I mean, don't get attached to Flat Stanley, because recorder's it's way down here It's a seasonal now. wonder. It's time relevant. It's Elf on the Shelf. <laughs> it's worse than Pinewood Derby, yes. right? I'm bumping Flat right, Stanley fine. for the Pinewood Derby. All right. The trumpet's coming down. Oh, what did we lose, pink eye? All right, Flat All right. Stanley, we need something else. I only got one thing. You're, you're done? I think I have one, only one thing that can top. All right, so let me see what... All right, our prop is going bad. I have one last thing, and then right, you can right, see if we right. top it. It's, uh, again, men pen, this is a good time to just go to your special place. Uh, it's for all of us who've had at least one baby, maybe more. It's sneeze pee. <laughs> Sorry, guys. You signed up for an adorable infant. You didn't realize you'd be changing your pants eight times a day every time you had a cold. Pink eye, pink eye can be- It's, it's worse it's than out. Elf on the Shelf. Is it worse than Lice? No. I feel like we haven't beaten Lice yet. We haven't beaten Lice. I'm taking pink eye off. All right, Elf on the Shelf Elf on the stays. Shelf stays. All right, I think All I right, have- Elf on the Shelf doesn't- I think I have a go. winner. All right. It's something that combines your worst germophobic and claustrophobic instincts mm. and ends with everybody else in the space being really mad at you, mm. even though it wasn't your fault. Vomit on an airplane. It's vomit on an airplane. <laughs> yep. The worst, and everybody's looking at you. I'm saying what you're in a contained too. Lice is still saying? <laughs> All right. You're crazy. Wait, just picture cleaning your whole body with those scratchy brown towels. It's still light. We're feeling lice is the top. All right. Yes. Vomit on an airplane, Pinewood Derby, Sneeze Bee, Flat Stanley Thrush, Peace Touching the Stink Trumpet, and Elf on the Shelf. Guys, that's Mom Worst. <laughs> Guys, this is fun. We're off. We're off. off. So it's happening. We, we call our podcast What Fresh Hell, which is really because of something that your mom used to say. So my mom, <laughs> God bless her, would just kind of open every door. She was like a career woman and had a great life. She met my dad, lovely guy. He's here tonight. God bless him. But then she had, thank you for dad. She had... She had, she was very educated and kind of lovely and then had three kids in four years and would just take to opening every door and just saying, what fresh hell is this? <laughs> and she had a point. Motherhood is a, is a never ending series of unpleasant surprises, is it yeah, not? It kind of is. Kind and, of is. And that's what we like to talk about. But I like to also research. Also great though. I mean, we love, they're adorable. But you know. Yeah, the little little wonders. <laughs> but I like to research the, the topics that we do every week. Margaret sort of like you sort of let that be my well, wait, thing. the podcast originated is like, let's get heavily into researching a topic, bring that research together, and have a discussion and solve a problem. And then we decided after two weeks that I would not do that research part. <laughs> <laughs> that seemed like it took a lot of effort. Yes, yes. So I I I'm researchy. I enjoy you doing are that. Researching. And you know, 
since we have a whole room full of moms tonight, I thought it might be fun to research the most uh, pressing questions that people have about us as moms. So uh, I went to Google, and uh, let's, let's see the first question. All good research starts on it Google. It all starts and here. ends on Google. So as you probably know, if you, if you type a question into Google, it autofills, and you can see what the most popular searches are. So I, mm. I started with why are moms so, and I'm wondering, Margaret, I you just feel like I just saw an interview with Jennifer Lawrence, and she was like, the one rule is never Google yourself. <laughs> I feel like you may have made a mistake. No, here, she but was okay. right. She was definitely right. But why, why are moms so? Yeah, why are moms so? Nice. Okay, let's see, let's see what the number one answer Someone was. said tired. Mean. Mean? <laughs> why are moms so mean? Are we? Because are we kids are so terrible. <laughs> I don't know. All right. It's I guess a one-to-one that, one for I me. I guess that's it. All right. Now, uh, the next one is, why are moms so tired? <laughs> well, because kids are so terrible. <laughs> Guilty as charged. I mean, we're tired. Right? Ladies, are we tired? Yeah. We're tired. Boy, are we tired. tired. All right. And then the other ones were stupid, <laughs> crazy. Who is, who is doing these Google searches? You're horrible. I feel like this is like there's a real negative bias to I this mean, research. I thought we would get one like pretty. Well, let's not, try, let's okay. try another question. See what happens. Okay. I, I don't think this is going. In the why? Right why do moms never, Margaret? Yell. Have fun. Okay. <laughs> Have fun. <laughs> why do moms never feel joy? <laughs> let's see. Why do moms listen. never listen? Because you only talk about Minecraft, and I don't care about the sheep and the iron golem. That's why. I've literally, you've been talking about Minecraft for 39 minutes. I stopped listening eight seconds in. <laughs> That's why. All right. I'm glad we're Googling these things. I know the Next answer. one. Get why sick. do moms never get sick? Mm -hmm. Right? Let me tell you about the time I made dinner for nine people with 105 degree fever. <laughs> I mean, we get sick. I was, on, I was on vacation with my family and I had a stomach flu, like couldn't even lift my head. And, and my three kids and, and my husband, just, they just kind of came and stood around my bed and just looked at me like, what's happening here? Why are you lying down? What? What? Why and, would you do that? And then nothing else was different for the rest of the day. <laughs> my sister is here and she wants, she tops it all. We were on a ski trip together. Everyone got food poisoning. We went back to the hotel and vomited. And she was like, oh no, I just... Drove home and vomited and pooped my pants the entire way down I-95. And I was like, you didn't pull over? And she's like, I had two kids in the back of the car. <laughs> like, what was I going to do? Stop? She's just like, I'm driving, I'm puking, I'm pooping, I'm driving, I'm puking, I'm pooping. Garrett, she's right there. Come on. Oh my God. A hero sits among us, ladies, right there. God bless you. All right. All right. Let's, let's look at our, our next question. Why do not moms? Be good. Why, do, why moms? do moms give so much love for so little in return? <laughs> That's right. Let's see what it says. Why do moms drink wine? <laughs> Raise them up, ladies. Right. Because we're tired from being mean and angry. <laughs> It's the only thing that takes the edge off. The second answer, why do moms talk so much? <laughs> I gotta say, having heard you ladies from behind the curtain, they got a point there. Right. It was like definite, <laughs> definite. 
why do moms love Target? <laughs> it's a good question. I just saw my sister-in-law who's got grown kids and she's like, I don't go to Target anymore. And I was like, I gotta say, that's kind of sounding like heaven. I'm I, over Target. Oh, I love Target. I'm over Target. going in for like a thing of tampons and leaving with $450 worth of stuff. <laughs> like, why do I now have a karaoke machine? I, I don't know. I just came for bread. I, I'm over Target. It's an evil place, but I, but I still love it. It's a vortex. All right, I think we have one last question. Why are moms always, Margaret, any predictions? So sweet. That's right, yes. So everything. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see. You ready for the answer? Mm -hmm. Why are moms always dead in Disney movies? <laughs> why? Right. Well, we all know why, right? Because the fun can't start until mom is dead. <laughs> Margaret, I've got a go-to baby shower gift that I give whenever there's another newborn in my life. Can you guess what it is? Amy, three guesses, first two don't count. It's Pampers Swaddlers. Exactly. Pampers Swaddlers keep baby skin dry, happy, and healthy. Pampers Swaddlers absorb wetness better than the leading value brand and provide up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologist-approved by the Skin Health Alliance, hypoallergenic, and free of parabens and latex. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. These wipes are five times stronger, gripping mess more firmly, shall we? say, and making diaper changes a breeze. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Then redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Pampers cash has no cash value. Margaret, I've been at the research again, looking into metabolic health and more importantly, metabolic flexibility, which turns out is the key to improved energy levels, better sleep, better fitness, all the things. And I found out about all this because we got a chance to try Lumen, the first handheld device that helps you manage your metabolic health. Lumen works when you breathe into it. If you do that first thing in the morning or after a workout, Lumen measures your metabolism by measuring the amount of carbon dioxide in your breath. It's science, people. That lets you see exactly what's going on in your body in real time. Then you use Lumen's app to get tailored guidance to improve your sleep, your nutrition, even stress management. If you're interested in figuring out the effects of different sorts of foods on your body, Lumen is a really cool way to see what's actually happening as your body burns different fuel sources. If you want to take the next step in improving your health, go to lumen.me and use Fresh to get $100 off your Lumen. That is L-U-M-E-N dot M-E, lumen.me, and use the code FRESH at checkout for $100 off. Thank you, Lumen, for sponsoring this episode. Amy, you know me well enough to know that my daily power breakfast is... Toast with peanut butter on top. Toast with peanut butter. It's also, by the way, one of my favorite power breakfasts. So we agree on that thing. We were recently together and we shared some toast with peanut butter. And I'm going to tell you, we used Hero Bread. It adds even more protein and fiber to that combo without adding any more sugar. Hero Bread has remade the carby, empty calorie bread products into versions that include no net carbs, zero gram sugar, and fewer calories, plus more protein and fiber while 
still being super fluffy and delicious. I was not sure that that particular combination was going to be possible, but Hero Bread has figured it out. Yeah, this is one I'm glad they let us try. It's like, it really tastes good. I've been trying to add more protein to my diet, and I would have thought that a hamburger rolls was not the place to do that, Amy. <laughs> but all of Hero Bread's products, from rolls to tortillas to croissants, we please, offer protein and fiber, zero to one grams of net carbs, and zero grams of sugar. Start your Hero Bread bundle on their website and get 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code motherhood at checkout. I like this bread, people. It's H-E-R-O dot C-O and code motherhood for 10% off your order of Hero Bread. Margaret and I have covered many topics in our time together. We have. We on have. the podcast, about a year and a half now of recording episodes. And we find that um, often when we're discussing an issue, there will, something will come up that is like so desperately important to one of us and maybe not the other. Mm. Uh, and so that's why we're gonna play this next segment, which is called, Is It Just Me? Mm. Do you ever get that feeling where you're like, it's 3 a.m. and you're like, I can't anymore with Caillou's voice. Like, is it just me? Am I the only one obsessing about this horror? It's that's not right. just you. It's not just it you. It may or may not be just you, and so that's what we're going to find so out So we've right now. created, I actually created, please, I want a hand for my craft skills. I made this. I want you to notice that in the middle it says, is it just me? The name of the game. And we're going to spin the wheel, and we're going to discuss whatever topic it lands on. And we're going to ask you, is it just me? I don't think it is. All right, should we spin? Go ahead, give it a spin. All right, we're spinning. We're spinning. We're spinning. It's still spinning. That was a good spin. Guys, we're talking about oh, party, party favor, favor bags. bags. I have no beef with party favor bags, but get ready. Settle in, guys. We're going to be here a while. I said we'd have you out of here by 9.30. It's 10.15 earliest. Earliest. We need to talk about party favor bags. Why are we still doing party favor bags, guys? Why? just enjoy the earth murder <laughs> that is exchanging a small Pokemon-covered plastic bag of crap with small, disappointed children. I, I feel, yeah, Amy, I I've said this before. I would like to work out a deal with Party City in which I call them and I say, I'm having a birthday party on Saturday at 4. What I'd like you to do is pack a bunch of Pokemon crap in a tiny little plastic bag. Make it as flammable and grotesque as possible, please. Fill it with the little ball rolling things that you can't actually play. If it could have a, a paddle ball that you hit, but it's only this big. <laughs> so it does, it has none of the functionality of an actual paddle ball but it's still made of like, I want it plastic and then dental floss and then a, a ball on the end that weighs less than eight ounces, please. That's what I want. I want some stickers, throw in a piece of gum, and just because we want to be educational, eight pencils. <laughs> unsharpened, and then, please, unsharpened. Oh, unsharpened, of course. And then what I want you to do, Party City, is take 20 of those bags and deliver them directly to the landfill. Let's, let's cut out the middleman. Like, why do I need to bring that crap into my house? 
and then hand it out to kids for them to bring to the landfill. I feel that we could just shorten the process if once a week Party City would do me that favor. Uh, do you have party favorite bags at your parties? Uh, you know, I uh, once thought I would. You do better no party be very bags. careful with your answer. Our career depends on it. Well, I tried one time to give out books, like learn to read books, like Biscuit Takes a Bath and Horrible. Biscuit Goes to the Corner. You're like the mom who gives out carrots on Halloween. Yeah, and so let me tell you, books are worse than no party favorite bags. That's what I learned. As strongly as I feel about party favorite bags, you don't give out books. That's right, the, the kids were like, "Where's the bags?" Yeah. I'm like, "There's no bags. It's a book." And I like just disdain from first graders. So I'm gonna tell you no. what I do. Brown paper bag. Thank you, my sisters. Sharpie. You write every kid's name on the brown paper bag. You get a pinata. You don't fill it with plastic. You fill it with candy. There's no plastic in that pinata. They knock the pinata. They get candy. They put it in their bags. They go home. They get sick. Done. <laughs> Done. Done. Thank you. All right. I'm going to spend. And now it's my turn. Shorts in the winter. <laughs> right there. Right there. You've got a sister in arms right there going nuts. I'm She's done. like, I can't stand it, the cold legs. Ah. This wasn't a thing till like six months ago, right? Yesterday. I don't like yesterday. It's exactly. Definitely like, within what do you think? The last three years that we've had to deal with like I'm 12 and I wear shorts even though it's 20 degrees outside. You must, no matter what the temperature, go to school with the socks that have like a Looney Tunes face on them, right? And and neon orange shorts. And like a winter coat is fine, Ooh. but if you wear pants. Like, don't even go to school. Right. And I don't, under, I don't understand why. Why is that cool? I like, would say even night. from what I'm observational. My oldest kid is nine, and I put him in a, like, I wrap him up like a snowy day. You know, he's got his coat and his hat and his gloves and everything. Uh, observationally, I would say it's shorts and a um, hoodie. Like, I don't even see oh. the right. I don't even see the kids. A jacket. They don't wear ja jackets. Aren't no cool. jackets either. I mean. What's wrong with you, Amy? A jacket? What's next? Books? <laughs> Instead of a party favorite bag? Uh, no jacket. Um, my nephew went to Dartmouth College and went through the entire winter in a hoodie and shorts. It was 15 degrees below zero. Uh, otherwise, a very bright young man from all the, everything I could tell. But somehow didn't understand that longer pants kept the legs warmer. And, and, and it's it, this like impervious to temperature equals how cool you are thing is only boys. Girls don't no, girls, girls don't, don't do, do it, this. right? Girls I will say, on. here's my takeaway. Here's my takeaway on shorts in the winter, and we've had this fight. I don't care. Let them be cold. It's not your problem. Like, don't drive. Why are you driving yourself crazy? Let them wear their stupid shorts and be cold. Ladies, They're shorts. never going to say to you, I'm cold, because that would mean you were right. They're ne you're never going to hear the phrase, I'm cold. You can't die from being cold. They're not going to really get frostbite. Well, if they're you, fine. Let you really can't die shorts. from being cold. That questions everything I'll ever learn from my grandmother. <laughs> no, that's the problem. Amy has that like old Irish grandma being like, you'll catch your death out there. It's my like, no, you're not my Irish death. grandmother was, she was the best. She was an emergency room nurse. And so she should have known better. Every Sunday we would go to visit my Nana and she'd be like, you know, she'd like, you have a pencil in your hand and she'd say, oh, what do you hear about the boy with the pencil who came in? And she just mm. would have a story about a kid who came to some horribly disfiguring end doing the thing that you were doing right then. I love that. Oh, I wish my Nana was here to talk about shorts in the winter. Oh, scissors. 
We saw some bad things with scissors back in the ER. Back short in the winter. We're oh, done God. talking We're about stuck. them. All right, we just cheat the wheel. It's fine. What kind of monster? Um, what kind of monster doesn't serve the cake two hours into a birthday party, people? <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. If you're two hours into your child's birthday party and you have not served cake, you are no longer in a birthday situation. You are in a hostage situation. No one wants to be there anymore. But they can't leave because otherwise they have four hours of, why didn't I get cake? A what is, Amy, what is the correct length for a birthday party? Uh, I believe it's 90 minutes. 90 minutes is the correct length for a birthday minutes. party. Over 10, whatever. Over 10, then you're in sleepovers and 90 minutes, you. you serve the cake, people. If the other kids want to stay in frolic, let them stay. I'd like to posit a different kind of monster. Oh, there are many of them It's a special there. kind of monster that uh, sends home an art project for a preschooler that specifies you printing out two dozen family photos oh. by Monday. What kind of monster? That is not the child's homework. No. In any That's not homework for a four-year-old. No. My four-year-old doesn't know how to use the photo printer. Doesn't know how to go to CVS <laughs> with the little thing that you gotta find. You gotta find it, you gotta stick it in your computer, you gotta da 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 I love the ones that are like, find your family all playing a sport together. Right, <laughs> by tomorrow. What do you think we do? <laughs> we, don't, we don't do that. What kind of monster? What kind of monster? Well, we've covered that, and boy, it really wants us to keep talking about party favorite bags. <laughs> well, I got something else to say about it. <laughs> the bossy, the bossy R. R. Um, yeah. <laughs> murmurs, yeah. murmurs. Half of, of the audience is like, no idea what you're talking about, and the other half is like, that bossy R. It's a category, but you're going to tell you, talk, tell it's about, about the, the core R. curriculum. Uh, I know we have some teachers here, and God bless you. I love the work you do. But when I get the homework home for my second grader, I have to spend like 45 minutes on Google decoding what... Please find the bossy R in each sentence. I'm like, that's not a thing. I don't... <laughs> Well, the bossy R is always bossing the E to do what it wants. I'm like, still no idea what that means. What, what word are you trying to get me to say? Well, it's friend the neighbor friendly E has to skirt away to the ass when the R gets bossy. I'm like, okay, I got nothing. This means nothing to me. It, Nothing. It does seem to be uh, over-engineering the, the issue. Yeah. yeah. The division, and we're now we're fourth grade division, and it's like, chart the quotient and the remainder. And I'm like, no. <laughs> I won't be doing that. What is a quotient, first of all? Don't know what that is. Don't know how to draw it on a piece of paper. My favorite part of the math homework is, what, is when you get to the bottom of the grade schoolers' homework, and it says... Why is seven more than four? Explain. I mean, and you're like, Ex because it is? I don't even know, right? And they're showing you the paper, like, what should I write? You're like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to say. To say. Teachers, I love you. I love you. Especially if my children's teachers are here. I love you. But that bossy arm, man. Well, the bossy arm is the boss of the teachers, too. Oh, so, God. I mean, bossy arm. They're, they're horrible. 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 What do we got? 
Why, why YouTube? YouTube? Why? <laughs> Anyone else have a kid spending a lot of time watching a creepy 30-year-old play video games? <laughs> like their favorite pastime is like watching some 30-year-old dude in his basement like a total creeper playing Minecraft and they're like, now I'm going to find the sheep. And I'm like, who is this guy? <laughs> and of course, this is where like all you, there's got to be a two-year-old parent out there who's like, only educational programming. <laughs> and you're like, you think so, don't you? Wait, do you have a nine-year-old where you're like, does that guy really look like a child molester? <laughs> Tough call. Tough call. I'm just going to let you watch him on YouTube for three hours. <laughs> I mean, he's not actually naked, so I don't see the problem. YouTube. Lower your expectations. <laughs> yeah, let's try, let's try this one. Oops, I'm old. Oops, I'm old. Has this ever happened to you that you had maybe two kids in three years or three kids in five years and you forgot to look in the mirror for a while? <laughs> and, and then you, you walk down a hallway and you just happen to catch sight of yourself and it's like the sudden horrible realization of what has happened to you while you weren't looking. I was not paying attention for a while. I was just watching uh, The Prince and the American princess, Meghan Markel. Come on, we love them. We, we love a princess. Good family. New princess. I gotta say, I'll take anything at this point. Anything happy, I'm like, I love you guys. Oh, you're wonderful. Um, and then there's people on Twitter like, ah, we broke them up. I'm like, no, I'm not interested in your point of view. I love the, I love the new American princess. Love them, right? She's charming. Let me tell you something else she is. She's 36 years old. And that's the same age I was when I got married. And let me tell you, I wore a six wedding dress to my wedding. I went on honeymoon in a bikini. Um, I looked pretty good, guys. Pretty good. Like Meghan Markle good? Right, pretty honey, good. how good did I look? Thank you. I'm gonna tell you that what happened next is I had three kids in four years. The last one at 41, and uh, my youth was gone. <laughs> I got my wits about me about 45, and I was like, whoa, whoa. You know where I notice it? The airport. I'm like struggling with my bag, and I'm like, oh, it's, it's fine. I know I'm struggling with my bag, but certainly some young college hunk will come help me when they see me in distress. And it's like, no, no one, no one is interested in helping. No one. I'm really struggling, guys. Oh, look, the bag's fallen open. Still no takers. I'm the helping. I'll you know, just carry it myself. It happens for me when Shutterfly, you know, when Shutterfly goes in your email and it's like, remember these memories from 13 years ago? <laughs> and, and you click into it, and they are the pictures that you used to think you looked horrible and old in. <laughs> Let's move on to this one, the marital chicken. Marital chicken, guys. Marital chicken. You know Explain this chicken. one. This is a little thing my husband and I like to engage in. <laughs> but is chicken, it just you? We'll find out. Is, is it, just, it just me? Chicken is a game where like two race cars speed towards the wall and then the first person to pull off loses, right? We play something called marital chicken. Um, it goes like this. Our laundry pile <laughs> is in our basement. Both my husband and I have to pass it to get to the car. 
Every time we pass it, we take new dirty items and add it to the pile in a Jenga-like fashion, <laughs> where we build a more and more teetering pile of disgusting laundry until we're in danger of burying one of the children as they walk by. And the game of marital chicken is who can ignore that laundry for longest? In my house, it's, a, uh, it's an omelet pan. Oh, omelet pan chicken, yes, I'm, eggs, I'm unfamiliar. The eggs get made and, and then the, the pan gets left on top of the oven. Right. And then I might take it Who's and move it, it to Who the sink. Who wants an egg bad enough? Right? So I'll put it in the sink. Ah, uh, dirty and somebody diaper else chicken. puts it on the counter. Dirty yes, diaper, diaper chicken. chicken. Mm -hmm. You've been there. You both smell it. You know what's happening. It's not like you don't know what's going on, but both of you are like, huh? Well, I don't smell anything. <laughs> I have watched my husband's eyes water. Water from the stench. And he's like, no, nothing's wrong in this room. There is absolutely no problem in this room. I don't know what you're talking about. Awake baby chicken, fake snoring. The husband fake snores. And you're like, I know you hear that. That baby is wailing. And he's like. <laughs> and you're like, you yeah. dirty liar. You are not asleep. I think that's not just you. Let's go on to this one. Let's hit one more. Let's hit one more. One How more. much of my life? Oh. How much of my life will I spend looking for my son Harry's other shoe? <laughs> like a lot of my life. It I turns have, out. we have a. I feel yeah. that if I wrote a memoir, it would be called Where Is Harry's Other Shoe? <laughs> the story of a life. We have an entire it's bin. It's all I do, all day. We have, an, have a bin in, in our house that's dedicated to the one shoe that I just can't get rid of because surely the other one is going to turn up one well, of these days and I'm not a Where is go. it? We, and, and it's really just my middle guy. And so we keep buying him new pairs of shoes, thinking this will solve the problem. But we end up just with nine single shoes. So somewhere, we have nine full pairs of shoes. Yeah, I know. Didn't you have a kid, am I misremembering this story, who came home in New York City one day with one shoe on? Uh, yes. <laughs> How <laughs> does this happen? shoe at school, and Margaret was like, wait, he walked home with one shoe? I'm like, I, I think so, I because he appeared in my front hallway in one shoe. I can't really explain At some it. point, I feel you would notice you were missing a shoe. <laughs> you would think. You would think. Yeah. You would yeah. think. I'd like, to, I'd like to ask how much of my life I will spend on hold with CVS Pharmacy. Mm. A lot of your life. A lot. The answer is a lot. I'd like to start keeping track. Uh, how much of my life will I spend at sporting games I don't enjoy and don't understand the rules <laughs> of? Uh, my son, my oldest, just really upped the ante by taking up ice hockey. Don't woo me, lady. There's no woo in my ice hockey game. It's early, it's freezing cold, and I have no idea what's going on. But other than that, it's a real joy to behold. Yeah. Love it, love it. Yeah, outdoor sports in December. We got three Offside, games this At weekend. some point, I should okay. figure out what that is, right? It's a thing, I guess. That, that should be on here. Right, what, what is, is offside? Is it just me? Is it just me? Is what haven't me? we touched? We haven't touched this one, and I think, it's, I think this is not just us. Come on. Ready for ready slime, for slime to, to be, be over. over. <laughs> All right, it's not just us. I can't believe it, but we're at the final segment of our show. The final segment of our show. 
it's very sad. But it's going to be really fun. It's going to be a really fun segment. So we really worry. hope if you guys had a good time. You had a good time. We know you had a good time. You had a good time before we ever came out. Yeah, Let's exactly. You didn't need us to come out. If we had just left a blank stage here for two hours, you would have had the time of your life. Let's be honest. Why what were you moms? doing otherwise? You were home watching Investigation Discovery in your jammies. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying, you know. Well, all right. So, so if you if you like this, you can you can uh, you know keep the conversation going at home. For sure. Come find us on our Facebook page. What fresh Hellcats? Who has Facebook? We're Facebook people. There's this thing called Facebook. We're on Instagram, which I am too old to figure out, but Amy has figured yeah, out. So we do have Instagram, an Instagram. We're on Twitter. And in, in, if you've never listened to a podcast before, it's easier than you think. You go to our website, whatfreshhellpodcast.com. You can click on any of our many episodes, and you can just listen right from your laptop in your kitchen. It should not surprise you, from what I've told you about Amy, that she has made a detailed list of instructions on the website. Yeah, if you go to our website. <laughs> Very detailed. Yeah. If you, if you have an iPhone, Margaret Don't spend take any it. more time in that scary place. I don't know how to listen to a podcast. No, no. Amy's got you covered. Guys, we are having an after party in the lobby after the show. If you would like to approach me with your iPhone in hand, I will download the podcast for you. We're going to make it so... That is a service, a personal service I provide. Easy. Yes. No problem at all. But before we go, do, we've covered all that ground. We've covered all, all that the ground. business is covered. You're all going to whatfreshhellpodcast.com. Thank you. Before we leave you tonight, we are going to play a little game called I Never. Yeah. I know what you're thinking. You know this game. We stole it from the Ellen DeGeneres show. In fact, Ellen DeGeneres stole this from sophomore in college, from right. us, <laughs> right? Picture me in my dorm room. We're drinking, we're playing, I never. I never did anything. I was a very boring college student, so I wasn't a fun member of the game. Under your chairs, we need the house lights up a little bit. Under your chairs, you will find a paddle. I want to tell you that these paddles are attractive and functional and made by some of the best child labor in Westchester County. <laughs> so exciting. Okay. Guys, just in case you have never played the game of I Never, I'm going to tell you how it works. I want you all to put your paddles down. I'm going to make a statement. If this thing that I say, I'm going to say I've never done it. If you have done it, you're going to raise your paddle high in the air. Do we understand? <laughs> Let's do a test run. If you have done it, I like the questioning. I like that you really want to be prepared. I like it. We'll do an example. Let's do an example. I have never attended What Fresh Hell Live. Oh, but I have. Good job. Dad, you're doing awesome. I love it. That might be your last one, so enjoy it while it lasts. Uh, I'm going to start us off. Guys, right. I've never forgotten to be the tooth fairy. I have to say, I've only never forgotten because my husband does it. If it was up to me, my kids would be so out of luck. Yes. I see a lot. A lot of paddles. All a right. Lot. Put, your, put your paddles down. I have a good, uh, good tip for next time. My sister-in-law forgot to be the tooth fairy once. She went downstairs very quickly, signed on to Gmail, set up an account like toothfairy123 at gmail.com, and sent herself an email saying, so sorry, I actually don't work Wednesdays. So I'll be there tonight. <laughs> I never, have never, been asked if I was pregnant when I wasn't. <laughs> what is wrong with you skinny monsters? Seriously? My sister who's never had a baby has her paddle up. I like to see that. 
That's solid. What is happening over here? Are we raw food people? What is happening? You've never been asked. I've been asked like 19 times. Let me All tell right, you, you know ladies that. who've had a baby, empire waists are not your friends anymore. No. You gotta put those things put those away. away. Put Every time away. you get, you're like, it looks cute, it's tight here, and then it blouses out. What do you do? <laughs> no. No, I'm 47, I'm not having a baby. I'm <laughs> not. Uh, so that was a shocking one. There was very few people here. I'm not hanging out with any of you ever again. All right. I have never bribed my kids to be good using candy. <laughs> Come on! Almost too easy. We just did uh, holiday pictures in my house. We just did the holiday card, let me tell you. It was a cavalcade of tears, shouting, and bribery. It was like, I will, here's M&M's, M&M's, try M&M's. Like your M&M smile, M&M yeah, smile. Yeah, exactly. Like and then it was like threats, back to the M&Ms. More threats, more M&Ms. We were just in like a vicious cycle of shouting and M&Ms. Whatever it takes. But let me tell you, that picture is bomb. When you get it, guys, you're gonna be you like, good? whoa, those M&Ms really work wonders. I think the threats are more important than the M&Ms myself. You got me? You're up. I'm up? Yeah. No. Oh, yes. Yes, I am. Uh, uh, okay, I have never told my children that somewhere they wanted to go was closed because I didn't want to go there. <laughs> yeah, that's everybody. That's, that's everybody. everybody. That's a 100% participation. Good job. Good job. That's everybody. That's literally everybody. Yeah. Everybody. Every single person. McDonald's. Still closed. There's McDonald's, that's right. Are McDonald's in town? Our McDonald's in town was closed for two months and she's like, the McDonald's is still closed. It's never reopened. <laughs> never gonna open again, as it turns out. I was recently at the shop, right? And there was a lady uh, and her baby was in the car and she was like, mom, where's the bakery in this shop, right? And uh, the mom was like, oh, there is no bakery in this shop, right? And I was just about to be like, oh no, the bakery's right over there. And then my like mom lizard brain kicked in and I was like, oh, there's no bakery. There's no bakery no in bakery. the shop, right? Favorite line in our house? That's the song the ice cream truck plays when it's out of ice cream. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry. Brownie face. No ice cream for you. All right, ladies. Let's try this one. I have a feeling there's going to be a high uh, participation rate in this one, but let's see. I have never worn maternity pants, even though I haven't been pregnant in over a year. I love it. The panels are up. Like, they're like, I don't even need to hear the end of this one. I'm wearing them right now. <laughs> I will give someone $5 if they are not pregnant, if they haven't been pregnant a year and they're wearing maternity pants right now. I love it. Let me tell you, <laughs> maternity pants, you gotta hold on to those things Thanksgiving every year. You gotta rock those things out, they, ladies. They do You're stretch. Like, oh, they got a nice they little stretch, stretch ladder. Tummy. Yeah, my sister-in-law came after I had my baby and she was like, you gotta put those things away. <laughs> 
it, you'll just grow right back into them if you don't put them in. And, you're, and then what happens, except for to these ladies over here, somebody's like, expecting? I'm like, no, just, just didn't put my maternity pants away. <laughs> in over a year. Now I have a big belly like Pooh Bear. Uh, Amy, I have never been caught putting my children's art in the trash can. <laughs> it's everybody. It's everybody. You know, my acting skills. Oh, they, they want to talk about We've this lost one. the audience. We've lost We've them. Lo They're focus, talk about ladies. Focus, focus. We've just lost the crowd. We've lost them. You know, they're gone for the night. You know, uh, I, I, like to, I like to think I'm a pretty good actor, but I have never... I will say, Amy is a Broadway veteran. I am a Broadway veteran, but there's never been a more challenging role I've had to play than, like, oh, my God, how, how did they get in the recycling uh, bin? Who put that in there? Let me that's tell you the best about this role I've ever played. That's not, that's not the recycling. <laughs> Honey, that's where we store our most treasured <laughs> things. We, see, look at your brother's homework and your picture of the zebra, and your brother's map of Africa. They're all in the treasured place. We keep a round bin here in the kitchen, and we store, we put all the things we want to store, the treasures, and then on Wednesday, we take them to a special storage place on the curb. Magical. Ma I know a lot that's of that's you, how you do it too. up here. That's, that's what you do up here in Chapel. People Park. are like, oh, oh, I take a picture first. No picture. No picture. I take pictures. See? I am just stone you. cold with that art. I'm like, she is. Ha! It's adorable. Right into the recycling. <laughs> I know you. I know you. You've got a folder. You've got a folder and it's like full of I've got of archival like, boxes. She's got archival boxes. You know what I've got? A clean house. <laughs> ah. All right, let's Kinda try this like one. A cow. Uh, let's try right, this one, all right? Me. I have never injured my child while attempting to give them a haircut. <laughs> That's good. No one else? Oh, oh. you. Oh. oh, my sister's right here. Thank you. I will say it was Easter Sunday, and I was like, huh, his hair doesn't look very good. <laughs> and then not real, I, I, it was my first boy, and not, I mean, never having, I didn't understand anything about hair, and I didn't understand the concept of, of a buzzer, like how they cut the hair short with a buzzer thingy. And so I was like, I'll just cut it short like that in rows all the way across the back on Easter Sunday, mm -hmm. When my mom's coming over, what could go wrong? And I ended up actually cutting a section of the head away so that we had to go to the ER. <laughs> Wait, raise your paddles up again if you've injured your child. Injured, injured. During a haircut. Injured, thank you. I knew it Cutting their nails. Couldn't cutting their nails. All right, cutting their nails. All right, that's, yeah. Let well, me just say easy. you guys are amateurs. Take it to the head. <laughs> the head really bleeds. No thanks for that. But guys, that's I Never. And that's our show. Thank you. We want to thank everyone.
everybody. The Tropical Performing Arts Center, there's a party in the lobby, the bar will be open. We'll see you out there. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book, Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence, whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy. If you're a parent, I invite you to join us at the Mindful Mama podcast, where it's all about becoming a less irritable, more joyful parent. With sometimes hilarious and always thought-provoking experts and friends, at Mindful Mama, we know that you cannot give what you do not have. And when you have calm and peace within, then you can give it to your children. I'm Hunter Clark-Fields, and I can't wait to see you there. Listen in to the Mindful Mama podcast.